Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You're listening to Weird Medicine with Dr. Steve on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola virus dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valve exacerbating my incredible woes. I want to take my brain out and blast it with the wave an ultrasonic echographic and a pulsating shave. I want a magic pill for my ailments, the health equivalent of Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet, I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane. I want a requiem for my disease. It's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of radio. Now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve with my little pal, Dr. Scott, the traditional Chinese medical practitioner who keeps the alternative medicine wackos at bay. Hello, Dr. Scott. Hey, Dr. Steve. This is a show for people who would never listen to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you've got a question, you're embarrassed to take your regular medical provider. So if you can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call at 347-766-4323. That's 347-POOHEAD. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Weird Medicine, at Lady Diagnosis, who isn't here today, and at Dr. Scott WM. Visit our website at WeirdMedicine.com for podcasts, medical news, and stuff you can buy. Or go to our merchandise store at CafePress.com slash Weird Medicine. Most importantly, we are not your medical providers. Take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on this show without talking it over with your doctor, nurse practitioner, physician assistant, pharmacist, chiropractor, acupuncturist, yoga master, physical therapist or whatever. All right. Well, very good. <clears throat> Today we have a, a very special episode because we have 
uh, a friend of the show who's been on before. His name is Horace. He is the king of the nutshot. He's an American daredevil known for his wild stunts, including his specialty of getting hit below the belt. You saw him on America's Got Talent an American Ninja Warrior, Howard Stern, and MTV's Numb Nuts, which is an <laughs> apropos show for him to be on. Uh, he's currently documenting his recovering from a cerebral spinal fluid leak and a uh, video log from Monday to Friday on YouTube at youtube.com slash nasty the horse. Horse, thanks for being back on our show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm super psyched to be here. Yeah, man. Uh, we had you on the SiriusXM show this week, which actually... Uh, it's weird. This will um, this will play before that. So I thought we would just give everybody on this side um, uh, uh, some uh, background on what happened to you, and we'll just kind of go over everything. But we'll have a little more leisurely talk because on the SiriusXM show we we kind of ran out of time. But uh, I just wanted to tell you and tell the people who are listening. Uh, Horace is such a nice guy. My kids were huge fans when he was on America's Got Talent. That's the only season that they ever watched all the way through, and they were so pissed when Horace got eliminated. But now we'll find out there, there may have been more behind that than we thought, and he may just not have had the will to continue because you'll, when you hear this story, it's horrifying. It's horrible. But um, uh, thank you so much because uh, uh, you know I sent um, Horace our address, and he sent my kids uh, autographed photographs of him getting hit in the nuts and they still have those things they're posted in their room so it was just you really made their day you know they they know their dad kind of deals with sort of d and g list celebrities from time to time and one or one or two a and b list but to them you are the a list celebrity that makes all of this bullshit that i have to put them through when i'm you know not you know i'm not at dinner every night because sometimes i'm doing my show or i have to uh get them to come in and record some stupid thing and they think it's stupid <laughs> but that's the one thing that they think wow that's cool dad got us horses autograph <laughs> so. that's so awesome and it means everything to me um to have like kind of like a niche and a place in the world uh when your career is getting hit in the nuts, <laughs> it's yeah. completely wild. Well, uh, people, people can get on uh, premium.drsteve.com and go back and listen to our podcast that we did with you originally, where we talked about the nut shot thing and how crazy it is and how you've had f physicians actually examine your nuts and they're uh, uh, you know intact and functional. But that's not what you called in about. You've had this cerebral spinal fluid leak. Tell us. Kind of uh, give us the Reader's Digest version of what happened to you and uh, give us the time frame of this because a lot of this was actually going on during America's Got Talent. So what happened? Yeah, so about five years ago, uh, I was training for my second run on America's uh, American Ninja Warrior. And I was going really, I was really motivated, going really hard. I started having uh, my uh, wisdom teeth were giving me issues so I decided to kind of pay out of pocket. Didn't have insurance at the time. I was going to go in get my wisdom teeth out. Uh, I did so, and when I came back, uh, I started working out. They said, you know, take a little rest, take a couple days off. Well, the very next day, I started going full force back into training, and all of a sudden, I would get in the car. I would get so sick, motion sickness, that I would throw up just from sitting up for five minutes. I couldn't even go to the grocery store um, without intense pain 
and I just never kind of got better from there on out. I had uh, American Ninja Warrior down in Florida. A few weeks later, I headed down there. I could barely even get through the rules um, that you have to listen to before you run the test. Uh, I waited there all day. The only thing I found out I could do was lay down horizontal, which I'm finding out now um, is because when I'm getting when I'm standing up, the pre- that pressure of my head's changing right. from this cerebral spinal fluid leak that I have. Um, but at the time, I had no idea what was going on. We thought it might have been a uh, infection from me getting my wisdom teeth out or a sinus infection, uh, kind of a bad reaction to the medicine. Uh, maybe my nerves are damaged during the um, for, with during the uh, wisdom teeth removal. Sure, and we just we had no clue what was going on. And anything uh, but the correct diagnosis, and that's typical of this, is that it's often well, a hundred percent of the time will be misdiagnosed initially because it can be a million other things. Yeah, and migraine is certainly more common than a cerebral, cerebral spinal fluid leak. Absolutely, and when you are in American medicine, particularly. And if you're in a field in the middle of Utah and you hear hoof beats behind you, it's almost always going to be a horse. It's no no pun on your name at, at intended. It's almost always going to be a horse. It's not going to be a zebra. Mm-hmm. And uh, so in this case, the CSF leak is the zebra, the migraines and the infection and the meningitis and all that stuff. It really is the horse. So they're almost always going to make that mistake. Right. Let's get everybody up on uh, up to speed on what's what we're talking about. The uh, central nervous system has a series of aqueducts, and um, co- yeah, it's just sort of s- fluid-filled sacks, fluid-filled sacks that are all fed by a plexus of mi- little micro filters at the very top of the. Um, uh, central nervous system in the brain, mm-hmm. and these things will produce fluid based on how much fluid is in the system itself. So when it's low, it'll they'll produce more. When it's high, they'll produce less. And uh, the goal is to have sort of a constant supply of this clear. It's absolutely crystal clear fluid, mm-hmm. and it will bathe not only the inside of the brain but the outside of the spinal column. It acts as a cushion. If you remember that movie, The Abyss. He was safe. The dude was safe in these crushing pressures as long as he was completely encased in fluid. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with the with the fluid. There's no better uh, cushion against trauma and shock and stuff like that right. than a, you know an incompressible fluid. And when you do a lumbar puncture you know, or a spinal tap, they're sticking a needle into that fluid to get samples of it to look for. Um, uh, to look Disease. for diseases and right. stuff like that. Every once in a while, when we stick a needle in somebody's um, uh, cerebral spinal area, you know, the fluid area, in the past the dura, which is the the fibrous coating, coating around right. there that holds all this fluid in, will induce a leak. Right. You know, we'll leave a hole in there, and when we do that, those people will have symptoms that include headache, nausea, vomiting. Um, they will have uh, light sensitivity. They'll have, um, uh, you know, just a lot of different symptoms like that that you can imagine that you would have. And it's mm-hmm. worse when they stand up because the pressure in their brain drops. 
And uh, you can diagnose that a bunch of different ways. Well, I don't want to spoil the surprise. We'll let Horace talk about how he finally Well, and it's a whole lot easier to, to diagnose it when you just had a surgery on your on your yes. brain or your spine or a puncture to your spinal cord. It's yeah, a some hell sort of a lot of trauma yeah. when it's spontaneous yeah. or happens in an occult way. In other yeah. words, you have some trauma you didn't even realize, right. and which is the case in this case. So anyway, so now that we've got everybody up to speed, tell us tell us sort of the natural history of this. What happened? So you had these symptoms. You're at American Ninja Warrior, and you're feeling like shit, and uh, you're being misdiagnosed. Then what happened? Yeah. So and you know, I actually i I was going around from doctor to doctor, ENTs, neurologists, going place to place, and at this point, we actually were looking for a CSF leak. Okay. Um, we were actually, I did, I remember I did a bunch of tests and this is actually the, one of the worst tests I had to do is they took these huge kind of, um, pads and they had to take these tweezers and stick them up into my sinuses and, um, leave them in there for, I think over 24 hours. And this was to see if I was leaking fluid out of my, um, out of my sinuses. Right. Right. What I, what I learned now is that uh, they completely should have never even done that test because if they would have known more about uh, my symptoms and the kind of symptoms I've had, if my leak was in my head, um, apparently you don't actually get headaches. Um, it's when your leak is below yeah. uh, in, in your spine when you actually get these headaches. So it's like one of those things that it's so kind of uh, – I don't want to say new, but like there's just not a no- lot of knowledge out there that it is even when they're specifically searching for CSF leaks, there's a lot of mistakes that are made and people sure. are getting these tests done and they're um, coming back with uh, no results at all. And they're just passing by and moving on to the next thing, um, which is what happened to me multiple times. So right. I'm going going through getting all these tests done and then uh, – in the meantime, a few a few weeks later, a month later after uh, American Ninja Warrior, I had the opportunity to go on America's Got Talent, which at the time was the biggest thing that I have done on my career, uh, in my career. And I had to kind of just suck it up and not tell anybody that I was going through pain and I was having these serious headaches and neck aches. And um, another big thing is I'm just I was just exhausted all the time. So I had to kind of just pony up and just kind of drive myself through uh, getting not only going on national TV in, in front of thousands and thousands of people, but uh, live, but uh, yeah. <laughs> smashing my nuts while doing so. <laughs> and Dr. Scott, you never saw his act, but uh, at one point they had him jump off of a 10-foot uh, sort of fake building onto a sawhorse with – you know, one leg on one side and one on the other, just landing right on his nuts. Jeez. And um, the other, the other one that I remember so well, and we mentioned this one on uh, on the uh, uh, Sirius XM show, was it, they did this sort of scenario where he was like a superhero. I guess if I remember this right, and these bad guys yeah. grabbed him and held him upside down and spread his legs apart, and the third <laughs> guy came running up with one of those bamboo canes that you cane people with sure, sure, and sure. just whapped him right between the legs on his nuts and junk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It the, looked- whole, the whole thing was just insanity. I remember when I originally got the call, they saw one of my YouTube videos and they called me up and said, hey, do you want to be on the show? <laughs> I started writing kind of acts out 
and sending it to the producers and they're like, are you like, this is what you want to do? <laughs> like, oh this my God. What, what else and, could you and, do? Your talent is getting hit in the nuts. I mean, they, you couldn't just have somebody stand there and have different people kick them in the nuts. Or punch. Yeah. Well, it gets, you know, I've done stuff like I've, I tried to like set a record for getting kicked in the nuts. Uh, I think I did like 63 times in a row, like really aggressive kicks in a row, like back to back. And God. that stuff just brutal to watch. So like my goal was to kind of, be creative and and make it fun for everybody to watch. And I really think they brought me in to be just this um, one-off, sure, get buzzed act. And no lie, because the the editing on the show kind of kind of changes things a little bit. But like, I left my first act with the entire crowd standing up cheering. Uh, <laughs> of course. And, like, uh, it was the most insane experience that I think I've ever gone through. Um, you know, just this, just off of me, just like destroying myself. Well, I think it's <laughs> the greatest thing that's ever been on that show. That's for sure. I really do. So, I mean, I know uh, that Ivanko girl can sing and stuff, but you've just never seen anything like this dude getting hit in the nuts with all these creative ways. And then the look on your face, which I guess with the headache probably wasn't that hard to, to mimic, but I'm amazed at how you were able to get through that because that was brutal. And I never had any inkling that you weren't feeling a hundred percent when you were it, doing it that. Was, uh, it was really tough. And I guess, you know, I'm supposed to be in pain anyways. And I was in pain from the stunts I was doing. Yep. Um, but like, I'd almost feel better when I was doing that stuff because my adrenaline was up and my blood was flowing. Sure. Uh, so it was. It wasn't typically until after that I would kind of crash and and feel horrible. But the thing about the CSF leaks is like, forget jumping off like twenty foot, like some structure to my nuts. Yelling and screaming was extremely painful. Wow. You know, sure. being able to kind of just yelling pain made it even more painful so it was a whole mental game just trying to have the energy and try to kind of put everything out there because i didn't want to leave anything on the line but at the same time feel like i wasn't gonna put myself in the hospital during during some of the shoots we had on the show so how did you finally figure this out i mean what happened to lead to your recovery so after the show i went in like full kind of trying to figure out what the hell was going wrong with me and you know how can we fix this and eventually we just kind of ran out of doctors telling me they had no idea what was wrong so i took it upon myself i changed my diet completely i went vegetarian i uh found that caffeine was really the only thing that helped me and i I find that's true now like that's like the one thing that can help with these csf leaks um dealing with the symptoms is caffeine it's the first thing that we give to people who have a lumbar puncture that have a leak afterward is they'll give them iv caffeine or just tell them to bring drink a bunch of coffee yeah so i i just started kind of working out and forcing myself through workouts even though i was exhausted and after like a month I stopped having symptoms, so I just took it as like a solid lifetime lifestyle change. And every once in a while, from there on out, I would have like little symptoms if I maybe would gain a little bit of weight or was just being lazy. So I would switch things back and kind of reboot myself and get going and feel good again until the end of 2016. Out of nowhere, 
Um, now I did, I think I put on some weight and, uh, I just got done shooting an MTV pilot for a new MTV show and I got back and I was filming stuff for my YouTube and all of a sudden my symptoms just came back and they weren't going away this time. So I kind of had to reopen the case and figure out what the hell was wrong with me, uh, which led me through a bunch of doctors again. And I went to a neurologist and she basically told me she didn't think it was a CSF leak. She thought it was migraines. She started treating me for migraines, uh, giving me all this medication that wasn't doing anything. And then she started treating me for depression, started putting me on antidepressants, which wasn't doing anything. And then I, it was actually one of those situations. It was just out of pure luck. My uncle, who's my family doctor, had a um, sit-down lunch, like a conference, and sat next to a lady that is in charge of this spinal CSF leak.org organization. Uh, she suffered from a CSF leak herself and she runs this organization to try to help people with CSF leaks. He sat down next to her, started having a conversation and that's what led me to this lady giving me all this information, reaching out to Duke wow. university. And, uh, I was able to send down previous scans from 2000 step 2012, like MRIs and, uh, um, CAT scans, of my head and my spine from way back and then new scans and they were actually able to see that my brain was actually sagging uh, in my skull and that's what gave them the idea that um, this is probably definitely a CSF leak and they sure. wanted me to come down and uh, have me fully examined by the, um, the experts. And that's a pretty subtle uh, finding. So what they were seeing was a dearth of cerebrospinal fluid in your central nervous system that was actually causing this subtle change in the <clears throat> in the uh, configuration of your brain vis-a-vis -vis the fluid around your brain. And uh, that's pretty amazing that they found that. Now, that's not diagnostic, so they would have had to do some other tests. So they brought you down to Duke, and you did uh, – what kind of tests did you do after that? Yeah, so they, they brought me down to Duke, and I actually um, – they – they put a contrast dye. I actually watched them do this, which was pretty crazy. Uh, I watched the screen of them take a needle and sh and shoot it into my spine and shoot this contrast dye in it. Uh, they had me like kind of put my waist up and twist around and stuff. Um, I think I held my uh, hips at like a forty-five degree angle for a couple minutes to make sure the contrast dye um, um, spread out across my spine, and then they put me in a. Um, they, they took some, some scans and were actually able to see the uh, contrast dye go through uh, my spine and come out where my spine was leaking. Give yourself a bill! Mm. That's, that's the correct test. And they also, I'm assuming, uh, measured your uh, uh, CSF pressure, your cerebral spinal fluid pressure, when they put the needle in in the beginning. Do you remember them? throwing out any numbers when they first uh, yeah I, uh, they definitely did yeah and uh i don't i don't think i Give remember yourself exactly, a bill. doesn't matter what the numbers are but they did yeah. all the right things which you would expect duke university to do uh, i went to chapel hill and we were always uh, rivals but when it came to uh, medicine uh you know in the research triangle you know their duke university is is relatively unparalleled yes. Yeah, and they've been they've been dealing. There's three doctors down there. My doctor was Doctor Kranz, and and they've been doing this for about ten years now. But for the last five years, it's really picked up, and they almost have more cases of CSF leaks than they can handle. So they're really starting to kind of sure. get a 
idea of really how to help people. And the, and the symptoms are kind of so, I mean, there are these general symptoms that people go through, but every case is different. So they're really um, being able to learn and uh, seeing how people respond to yeah. um, getting patched up. So that was the next step that they actually gave me this blood patch. They found the leak. So they were actually able to take blood from my arm and shoot that into my spine, into the area where the leak was, right. uh, along with some adhesive to help the blood from spreading out um, in a big area, but keep it more compact. That's what the um, so they actually heated up this adhesive and put it along with. That's so and crazy. That's actually the operation. And they actually they put me on a bunch of medication, some crazy um, painkillers. I was laying on my stomach. I was looking at the doorway, the exit of the room I was in, and, and the patterns off the floor were like flying off the door, and things were moving. It was a really surreal. <laughs> Uh, feeling while they, at the same time, I was looking over and watching them have this needle in my spine where they're injecting my own blood yeah, into my crazy. body. That's about as crazy as uh, me watching my own colonoscopy because I did it without anesthesia. <laughs> so I see this damn big, uh, big fiber optic scope, uh, uh, you know, magnifying your asshole till it's, you know, it fills up a 50 inch monitor. <laughs> it's pretty horrific. But anyway, the, uh, yeah. So the blood patch, you inject the person's own blood into the area of the hole of the dura. And, um, it uses the blood's clotting factors to clot the site of holes. So, uh, all the, the, you know, when you take blood out or if you scrape yourself, it clots, right? Right. right. So anytime it's in a place, where there's a disruption in tissue, it'll start to clot. So that's why it'll clot when you when you do your skin, but it won't clot in your vessels normally. And uh, so you inject this stuff around where this hole is, and it'll form a clot. But then the cool thing is, what's the next thing that happens after you form a clot is you get these fibrin, you know, these platelets, scarring. fibroblasts come in, and you get scarring, and that will fully seal that area. It's not always perfect. Sometimes it has to be done more than once right. but um it is when it works it's a perfect treatment yeah can, and i should mention that i've actually had blood patches done before i actually had a blood patch um <laughs> before i did america's got talent oh really uh, yeah right. and then uh and i actually felt like a little bit better and then i uh smashed my not only my nuts but my face on the on the floor <laughs> on the stage of the of uh <laughs> The AGT stage, but um, but where did they do the I, blood patch the first time if they didn't know where the leak was? They, so they were just—it was kind of just a guess, like, "Hey, you might have a oh, leak." Oh, for God's sake! So they'd actually shoot the blood at the bottom of my spine and let my whole, like, yeah. my whole spine fill up with with blood, kind of max it out as much as they could, and then hope that I could just kind of rest and that it would. Feel- yeah, I don't, I don't like that technique. Me either. It was, it was so funny because I, before I went down to Duke this time, I actually had one more blood patch, and the doctor remembered me from before as this nice lady. And um, we're halfway through this procedure where she's injecting this blood into my spine, and she said, you know, typically this is where I would ask if my patient's okay, but I've seen your videos, and I don't need to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting this blood into my spine. That's hilarious. And, and we just pretty much had to go. She said, all right, well, you just tell me when you can't handle the pain anymore. Yeah. And, and that's because you there's actually a limit of how much you can actually fill up, I guess, sure. your dura. Sure. Uh, and so that's what I did. But, uh, yeah, it was like – you know, I, there's so many tests that I had done and so many things we tried to figure out what the hell was wrong with me that I, I 
I can't even remember all of it. I mean, it's been a solid five years of trying to figure out what was wrong. So I'm really assuming that they put that blood in the epidural space rather than going into the uh, CSF itself when they injected that. That yeah, would be yeah, yeah, that yeah. would be malpractice. But uh, <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Uh, okay, so 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 you had these blood patches before where they just kind of shotgunned it. Then you had the specific one where they knew what was really happening. And, and that, that's uh, the first time they actually knew that I had the leak from this test, which is before they were just guessing. Right, so now right. They actually knew so now they know where it is. They can do a specific test. Or I mean, a specific treatment. And then how did you do after that? Were, were you completely cured immediately as soon as this thing was uh, uh, patched up? Yeah. So the crazy thing is that I actually went, so I went from my body having low pressure because I had less, I was leaking the spinal fluid. And now that they patched it up, uh, my body was still making extra uh, spinal fluid to compensate and I actually started having high pressure. Oh, so I started boy. getting these different type of headaches than I was having before. And I got this major motion sickness to the point where I was trying to travel uh, away from Duke to stay at a friend's house that was kind of nearby. And I actually had to hightail it back about an hour and a half to the, to the ER, try to check in um, because the pain was so bad. And I was laying around on the floor of the ER for an hour or two, uh, going to the bathroom every few minutes and throwing up. And I'm worried about throwing up because I'm pretty violent when I throw up. And I was afraid that I was going to dislodge this patch that I just got done. Right. Uh, and it got so bad to the point where I'm the king of the nut shot. I'm the, I feel like I'm the king of pain. I had, a, I had to pull the emergency string in the ER bathroom. It's the first time I've ever even been at the ER. Right. And I, Pulled the emergency string. Uh, they put me in a wheelchair, wheeled me back, put me in a bed back in the back. I think I still had to wait a couple hours before I got seen by the doctor um, before they made this like head headache cocktail and gave me some fluids before I could be on my way. Uh, definitely one of the worst nights of my whole entire life. So they didn't admit you that night? They just uh, got, kind of fixed you up and sent you home? Yeah, I think by the time I actually saw the doctor – 
I was probably in the bed for maybe an hour, two hours. Okay. They basically, let they gave me a whole thing of fluid and let me sleep for a hot minute, and then I was and then I was back out. Okay. And then, how long did it take you to get back to normal, or so are you normal? It was another probably five or six days before I was not dealing with really bad headaches from the high pressure. And I'd say even today, which I uh, am 49 days into my recovery, uh, I still feel some of that high pressure from time to time when I, when I lay down. So typically when I had low pressure before, I get upright headaches and have issues when I was sitting or standing for long. Now, uh, sometimes at, like, when I'm laying down all night, I'll get like neck aches and headaches just from laying. Yeah. So it's a different thing. There's, it's generally supposed to dissipate within uh, at the at the most six weeks. You had a, uh, a okay. So there are these people out there that have what we call idiopathic. In other words, we don't know where it comes from increase in cerebrospinal fluid and we call it pseudotumor cerebri which isn't really what you had because you're you, those uh those microfilters in the top of your brain were just used to producing a shitload of csf and uh because they had to replace what was leaking and they just can't shut themselves off that quickly so they're so used to doing it that it's going to take a while people with this pseudotumor cerebri would have the same symptoms you would have which would be again headaches Ringing in the ears, nausea, vomiting, dizziness, blurred, sometimes blurred vision. If you look in their eyes, you can actually see changes in the retina called papilledema. I wonder if they did that with you. Um, but, it, you know, and they can have double vision and stuff like that. The good news is in you, it's probably going to go away as your body adjusts over time, whereas the people with pseudotumor cerebri uh, have to be um, uh, treated with medication. Uh, I had a patient once that had their CSF pressure was so high that when we stuck the needle in to test the pressure, the CSF fluid just shot across the room. Uh, That's crazy. Normally, it just kind of dribbles out. So it was quite amazing. I was yeah. worried he was going to say he had to have a shunt after. Yeah, I know. You know, he went, <laughs> I know. Can you imagine going through all this and then he has to have a fucking have a shunt, shunt place? No. But anyway, so so you're still in recovery. Now, I'm going to ask you this. When you and I talked last time on this show, all of this had to have been going on because it was between America's Got Talent and now. So, yeah. why, dude, I might have been able to help you. Why didn't you I say tell, something? I was probably in the process of trying to figure out what was going on. My, my biggest concern, and my biggest concern even recently, was, hey, this is my career. Yeah. I don't want to put this out there, and then people oh. don't want to work with me. Yeah. You know, I don't I, like. I like all of a sudden, I'm 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 an injured yeah, <laughs> animal. Yeah. You know, I'm just like I'm I'm dead meat. You know, so yeah. I kept it in house and I just tried to figure it out on my own. Yeah, uh, and you don't know whole- me from Adam, so you don't know if I can keep my mouth shut because you're not part of the <laughs> this whole universe that that we're part of. But uh, you know, I would the first thing I would have told you if you had told me about this. And I know hindsight is twenty twenty. Number one, CSF leak. Number two, get a CT myelogram. Yeah, so, you know, but anyway, hey, we're joined by Lady Diagnosis. She's my Yay. other partner on this show. Hello. And uh, she, I, I, I can't remember, Horace, are you married or are you otherwise encumbered? Because she's single and she's hot. So. <laughs> yeah, I am married. Okay, right. never mind. All right, Sorry. never mind. I'm always asking. <laughs> he keeps doing that. He keeps trying to pawn you off. Well, I everybody. tried hooking her up. <laughs> I know. We had a comedian come down. It was Tim Dillon. I kept trying to hook him up with her. And I kept saying, oh, yeah, she's tall, blonde, great tits and all this stuff. No clue that he was gay. 
until, <laughs> until we saw well, his... she's still tall, blonde, with great Oh, no, pants. no, yeah, she's no, still pretty, he, but, you know. Yeah, he could appreciate it, but yeah. he wasn't interested, so... Oh, funny. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, sorry about that. I keep trying. It's, we're getting nowhere. Anyway. Know, that's okay. No, it's okay. So, anyway, but... Um, yeah, so man, what you got to plug? I know you're doing your vlog or vblog. Yeah, I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing a. Uh, I'm documenting my recovery on YouTube Monday through Friday. I figure uh, I can't get hit in the nuts right now, and that's my calling. So, you know, if I can just kind of document my experience, so that people can it can spread awareness and people can kind of tune in, and if they're having issues with like upright headaches and neck aches and sensitive lights, all these all these um, symptoms to CSF leaks that it might uh, be able to help them out because I, if I would have known what I know now five years ago, then I would have been able to fix myself a lot quicker, yeah. got through this. So that, that's kind of my goal is to keep myself sane, tell people, spread, spread the word. And uh, I'm starting to realize a lot of people are reaching out um, they don't even have to be going through CSF leaks, but they're going through a recovery or a tough time in life. And it's, you know, it's, it's simple, but just being able to kind of, um, talk and listen, I, I reach out, I, I return all the comments, uh, anybody that leaves a comment, I return it. It's kind of created this community of, of us people that are leaking and otherwise recovering, just, um, trying to get through and kind of be relating to others yeah. that are going through similar situations. Yeah, so if you want to join the leaker community, the leaker, the uh, check out uh, Horses' uh, uh, channel. It's a real I'm thing. Intrigued. Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> YouTube.com slash Nasty the Horse. And uh, you got anything else to plug? So you're taking a break from taking nut shots, I guess. Yeah, I can't. So I can't do anything. My recovery is actually six months. I can't for the first um, for the m- first month. I couldn't even lift over five pounds. So you're actually listening this time because the last yeah, time you got. Well, your- I'm, I'm trying to do it to the book. Although I just went to Disney World and I didn't follow everything exactly okay. that I was supposed to. But uh, twenty, I can only lift twenty pounds right now. I can't do any workout, so I can't do any anything that's bending, twisting, or lifting. So I can't even do yoga right now. Yeah, uh, I can start running I, I started running at the one mar- month mark and i went a little too hard and i started having a little bit of symptoms again so i kind of took a break from that um i'm actually doing so every if you watch my vlogs uh, you'll see some of it every vlog or every run that i'm doing it during my recovery i'm doing any romper um and just trying to go to the most heavily populated areas and just be running to try to kind of spread yeah. awareness of these csf leaks wow but um yeah it's Six month recovery, which basically puts me at uh, Christmas. So, if all goes well, there will be nut shots for Christmas. That should be like being a kid. Hooray! Again. I'm, I'm super- That's awesome, man. What about intercourse? They allow you to have sexual I, I, congress. I was not allowed to have um, any intercourse uh, for the first month. Uh, which is difficult, um, you know. Try to try to do what you can, but uh, yeah, that's one thing that wasn't allowed. Um, it's tough. You you don't realize when you can't twist at all. There's just so many things that you can't do. And there's so many things I wish I could do. Yeah. Uh, that it's it's been a really. I mean, it's it's a it's a difficult recovering from something, especially when it's somebody like me that's just so insane and wants to do crazy stuff, and I can't even do normal stuff yeah no 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 that's awesome man that I'm, I'm just glad you figured it out you're on the road to recovery i look forward to seeing you on uh new year's rock and eve taking some nut shots 
uh, with Ryan Seacrest or something. <laughs> we gotta, we'll drop, we're going to drop the ball in my nuts. Yeah, the there you go. There you go. Well, of course that's it. Anyway, well, listen, if you want to check out his vlog, uh, go to uh, youtube.com slash nasty the horse. One of the nicest guys in, I guess we can call it show business. Uh, uh, definitely my, uh, my kids are huge fans. They're going to be excited to know that I talked to you and that you, you know, that you're okay. And uh, we do look forward to seeing you again uh, on TV. And just let us know where and when we can watch you because we'll all be there. Absolutely. And then if you're having any issues with uh, headaches, upright headaches, SpinalCSFLeak.org. They're the people that help me get help and get better. SpinalCSFLeak.org. And then, again, YouTube.com slash NastyTheHorse. All right, man. It's great talking to you again. And uh, just keep in touch with us, okay? Thank you so much. Take care, dude. All right, we'll see you. Okay. What a nice guy. Hello, Lady Diagnosis. Hello. So, so who uh, is that nut job? What does he do? Like he kick himself in the nuts? No, he gets kicked living? in the nuts. Or he jumps on things and hits himself in the nuts. Or, or oh, he no. jumps off of 10-foot things onto sawhorses and mm. lets people uh, punch him in the nuts and stuff. <laughs> he For was fun. on a show called The Doctors where they um, had him do some of this stuff. And then I guess they did a sperm count and examined his nuts, and he's fine. Hmm. Somehow... It doesn't, steel. It, it doesn't affect it. Yeah. I think he just has a huge pain threshold. It's got you know, to. Because really, you know, when, when he talked about having a myelogram, 99.9% yeah, of the pain, him. people think it sucks. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. So for him to say, oh, it wasn't so bad. Well, I would say most of those people who are having myelograms are doing it for low back pain, and they probably have a low pain tolerance in the first place. Could be. That's a possibility. Possible. This guy's got a huge pain tolerance, right. and he's been in agonizing pain for five years. Five when they years. did that, you know, it was nothing. Yeah, yeah true. So, but anyway. Right. All right. Mm. Well, we could take a phone call or two since Lady Diagnosis is here. Why don't we do that and just see where we're at? Um, oh, here you go. Here's, here's one that will lead to a good segue. Hello, Dr. Steve. It's me, Ronald Reagan, what? calling from the grave. Oh, God. No, no, it's just it's me, Dr. Steve. It's, it's your old pal, Jim. Uh, I've never talked to you before, so we're not really old pal. But um, for the longest time, I have had this really dry nose. It started probably when I was about 21, and I'm 26 now. Um, I... Don't, uh, I thought maybe I've heard it could be due to humidity from what I've looked up. Um, but I've lived in humid climates. I lived in arid climates and I've never really noticed too much of a difference. Um, I eventually found out that rubbing, I think it's aquaphor. Oh, I carry around like aquaphor and cotton swabs around with me all the time. Um, He's just a fun because date. sometimes my nose is so dry. I can just like I can feel like if I pick my nose, I get these these really okay. It goes on and on, but um, yeah, it, like the outside of his hey, nose. Did, is no, it's the inside. You want to send him Lady Diagnosis's phone number yeah, there? That'd see be, if you can that's what I was going to say. That's somebody for Lady Diagnosis. He's carrying around Aquaphor and uh, God bless swabs him. and dabbing his nose. I bet he's single. He's pr- he sounded like a very nice guy. Nice sure. He could look over that one thing. Right? Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially after we fix him. Yeah. yeah. Because. We'll so fix, fix him. him. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I, I, well, I have a couple of ideas of why he has a chronically dry nose, and it's probably due to 
the anatomy of his nasal passages. Now, the nasal passages are designed with these turbinates that sw- they're they're sort of um, semicircular little. Um, ex- uh, what, what's the word I want to use, Scott? Um, God, like you, uh, they're they're almost like shoots, kind of gutters on. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Thingies. They're just kind of bloopy oh, okay. out things that are that you know these sort of se- semi round tubular almost looking gutter looking things. things. Yeah, yeah. And help uh, increase the. Hang on a second. Area. Let yeah. me let me tell you. Oh, hold on. Hey, can you uh, call me back in let's say six minutes and then I'll be ready. Okay. Um, sorry. I'm having yeah. It, it's they're, they're sort of ridges. They're just mm-hmm. ridges. They're big ridges that are lined with t- active tissue that can swell and contract. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you've got this thing in the middle called the nasal septum, which if you look at a chimp's nose, you know there's just two holes going in, and then there's a there's a line between the two mm-hmm. holes. That's the nasal septum. It goes straight back. And if you uh, uh, breathe normally and have normal tissues, the air should come through there, be swirled very gently by the turbinates, and then work its way down into your airway in a very linear fashion. But if you've got one turbinate that's bigger than the other, it's going to create lift, right? Sure. Uh, or if you have a, um, um, a nasal septum that bows out a little bit, it'll create lift as well, where you've got... Uh, air that's traveling faster on one side because it has to go around a longer pathway than the other side. It's Bernoulli's principle. Yeah, it's, it's Bernoulli's an, principle. It's an airplane exactly right. way. Yeah. And it decreases the pressure in that area. And what it's going to do is it's going to dehydrate that area mm-hmm. uh, because you've got low pressure area with faster moving uh, uh, air going. And, and it'll dry it out and mm-hmm. you'll get boogers and even nosebleeds and stuff like that. <laughs> I love boogers. So boogers. what you want to do is, is she, she's a catch, guys. She mm-hmm. loves boogers <laughs> and pimple pop. Um, what you want to do is have somebody look up your nose that knows what they're looking at mm-hmm. and see if that's the case. If it's bad enough, an ear, nose, and throat person can actually fix that. They can break these tissues and then line them back up again, and uh, it's called a septoplasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the meantime, I think what he needs to do is go to simplyherbals.net yep. and Herbal ignore all the dowsing bullshit, which, by the way, <laughs> that dowsing thing you've got yeah. is looks awesome. It They look they're, like they're an inch long in, no, on your big, website, yeah. but they're big, so you've got you got to do something to give Over people the, size, the idea yeah. of the scale. It looks like a that, sex toy. That what thing is, is that? cool. Now this is my this is my pendulum. I use it for um, for bullshit for energy, magic for magic. But anyway, anyway, we'll talk about that in a minute. But go to simplyherbals.net and get some of Doctor Scott's uh, sinus rinse. I don't usually do a segue into a fucking commercial for mm-hmm. Doctor Scott, but I'm telling but, you, this sinus rinse is awesome. It works very well. It's got saline. It's buffered with uh, sodium bicarbonate. Right. It's got a little um, uh, glucose in it in the form of some organic honey, and then it's got sp- peppermint oil, even though the bottle says spearmint oil. And you can get it at simplyherbals.net. This is by far the best saline nasal rinse I've ever had. Mm. Ooh, I need to get some. It's made a huge difference it's for me. And I've got perennial just, you know, allergies and stuff. I think I brought you some this time. <clears throat> Did you bring her some? Did you? Yeah, I think so, yeah. 
Fadala. We've sent some to a couple of the comedians around. We'll let them. Has uh, that one been used? That's the only. Okay. The other problem I have with this, you can't tell if somebody's already opened it and used it. You got the, the used list, it. The, all, all the ones I have that we, that oh, we ship out are. Yeah, the others. Okay, there's okay. a seal. Absolutely right. no. No, this okay. is just, these are the ones I brought. Okay, okay. Very good. Very okay. good. Okay. $5. $5. You just $5. made $5. $5. So. So anyway, check him out at simplyherbals.net. Some boogers on there. And uh, don't forget amazon.drsteve.com for all of your uh, Amazon needs. It is takes you to an intermediate page where um, you click through to Amazon, but it really helps to keep Weird Medicine on the air and Riotcast going. Uh, tweakedaudio.com, offer code FLUID, F-L-U-I-D, for the best earbuds for the price and the best customer service in the uh, industry. And uh, don't forget blueapron.com slash medicine. You get three free meals and free shipping on your first order. And uh, if you're interested in the Beachbody uh, on-demand system, which uh, gets you P90, P90X, a bunch of other stuff, hot women showing you how to, how to be in better shape so you can uh, you know, do the workout or you can beat off. It doesn't really matter. Uh, text medicine <laughs> to 303030. That's medicine to 303030. And uh, if you're interested in getting the uh, 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 archives of our show and premium content, go to premium.drsteve.com. Best place to listen to our app, I think, is using uh, to our show is, is using the Weird Medicine app on the Play Store or uh, at iTunes at the App Store. All right. Let's do one more, and then we'll get the hell out of here. Hey, Dr. Steve. I'm just calling in regards to, there was a caller a couple weeks ago um, saying that he was asking people to donate blood. He cited an unfortunate story about his child and everything, which turned out great. I just want to let you guys know that I donated blood the other week. And for people that are curious about it or are afraid of it, it was a mostly painless ex- uh, experience. It was no different from getting blood drawn as far as the the uh, needle goes. And, yeah, it was nice. Everybody there was great. If you're afraid of it, you know, go with a friend. I highly recommend you do it. It was a great experience, and I plan on doing it as regularly as possible. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Cool, man. Way oh, to go, dude. Awesome. Very good. Thank Way you. For I'm go. scared. Yeah. I can't not. do it. No, you I am. No, I have no friends, first of all. <laughs> I'll go but with you. But it hurts. We'll go with you. No, it doesn't. Well, they can never find a vein, and then oh. when they do, it won't come out. Well, that's a problem. Yeah. But Drink the, lots of water. The people at the blood, uh, lots of water. You know, at the blood center are really, really good at this. Yep. And if you'll go, I'll go because I used to give blood all the time. Then it is just like getting, uh, you know, blood drawn. Mm-hmm. Except this is the weird part, and they got to do something about this. So they stick this needle in your vein, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty decent sized needle. And then they've got this tubing that goes into the bag, right? And they lay the tubing over your arm and that warmth, you can feel the warmth of your blood going through the, you know, as it lays over your arm through that tube. That kind of skeeves me out a little bit. So you phlebotomists who are doing this lay, in my opinion, lay like a little hand towel, a little hand towel or some gauze or something like that uh, over that so that you can't feel that because that's the only part that kind of makes me feel pukey mm. is when I feel that warmth and then it goes away, but it's fine. And then you feel a little euphoric afterward because when your blood volume drops like that, you get kind of a weird high. I don't know if it releases endorphins or if it's just cause your blood pressure is a little low and you're feeling a little 
woozy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then you can walk around feeling good that you saved somebody's life because you just did. And you'll have lower cholesterol. That's true. Oh. Hooray. Oh, you, that's you're removing some some fats some from toxins. your body. We mm-hmm. had somebody call in one time and said, now if I drop acid and then donate blood. Oh, oh yeah. And I'm like, really? don't. Can, can yeah. you, oh, my God. The people who are getting your we blood that. don't need somebody fucking around with it. <laughs> you know, a practical that. joke Mm-mm. because they're in some sort of extreme situation. Right. So anyway, no, please don't do that. <laughs> anyway, well, thank you, Lady Diagnosis, for coming. You're delightful as always. Thanks always. Oh, Go to Dr. Scott. Uh, listen to our Sirius Shut XM up, show on the Opie Radio channel, Sirius XM 103. Until next time, check your stupid nuts for lumps, quit smoking, get off your asses, and get some exercise. We'll see you in one week for the next edition of Weird Medicine. Well, we got some news for you guys uh, uh, when it comes to the XM show in the future, for those that are still listening. It's a secret. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.